This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. As artificial intelligence continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation that we can't ignore, AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. With over 750 specialized hackers in their community, HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large organization, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI safety security. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI safety security. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live, small group, cohort-based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us. Go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is. And save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic, and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today. Welcome to the Rocket Ship Podcast. I'm Matt Goldman. I'm Joelle Steiniger. And I'm Michael Saka. Today we talk to Justin Mars of ProgrammingForMarketers.com. He's also the author of Traction and uh, built the series SQL for Marketers. Guys, what did you think? I really like this one a lot because I feel like I'm the audience he's targeting with this. Um, his whole course around programming for marketers um, really kind of hit home with me because you understand like wanting to accomplish a goal and wanting the skills to be able to do it without asking for help, but not going so far that you're like actually dedicating a ton of time to learning programming and getting away from, you know, what you're really trying to get done. Yeah. And he made some, some 
correlations to language fluency, and it makes perfect sense. When you're learning a new language, you don't have to be perfectly fluent. You just have to know how to, you know, speak in basic form to someone. And it's the same with code. You have to know how to hack something together, especially if it's not public facing, and how to, you know, make it have an impact on marketing. Absolutely. So let's get into it. We'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors. Hover makes purchasing and managing your domain simple and easy. This week, I talked to George Diab of Working On about why he uses Hover. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I've been using it for a long time. Probably 2012, I think. I love it. It's yeah. The prices are great. The interface is awesome. And... Um, I still have a few uh, domains out in, in some other places, and it, it's, I'm just waiting to find some time, and I'll move them all to Hover. I love right. it. Yeah. Go to Hover.com and use the code SATISFIEDCUSTOMERS to get 10% off your domain purchase today. Matt, tell me what comes to mind when you think about starting a new product. Middleman, Git, Rails, Heroku, SSL, SSH, servers, clients, monitoring, logging. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a sec. Like before all that tech stuff, like basic day one, how do you start to reach customers? You just need a marketing side up. You need to start showing it to people. Okay. So start from, you know, sitting down in front of your computer, you've got this idea, you want to get the marketing side up. What do you do? First things first, you need to find a great web host. You want a host who's reliable, been around a while, and is pretty well tested. A host that's easy to work with and ideally inexpensive. HostGator is a great option for this. They fit all those criteria, plus they're offering 30% off your first invoice for all Rocketship listeners. Definitely go check them out today, and don't let something as simple as hosting slow you down from reaching your first customers. Visit HostGator.com slash promo slash Rocketship to get your discount. CodeShip is a hosted continuous delivery service focusing on speed, security, and customizability. You can set up continuous integration in a matter of seconds and automatically deploy when your tests have passed. CodeShip supports both your GitHub and Bitbucket projects, and you can get started with CodeShip's free plan today. Should you decide to go with a premium plan, you can save 20% off of any plan for the next three months by using code ROCKETSHIP. Go to CodeShip.com slash ROCKETSHIP and check it out. All right, so Justin, you've co-authored Traction with Gabriel Weinberg, who we had on um, last year. Uh, you started the popular course SQL for marketers, and now you're doing programming for marketers. Tell us kind of how this came about and why. Yeah, so it came about because I was running growth for a developer tools company called Exceptional. And basically, you know, going through that process, learning how to like speak the language of our customer, doing content marketing, uh, building a sales team, all that, I ended up becoming uh, pretty technical, like got a very, very good insight and like overview into how software is built, how developers work, all of that. And so I came out the back end, like after the acquisition uh, and realized that a lot of the skills that I picked up, things like using GitHub, making changes to landing pages, being able to understand like how software is actually built. All of these things were really useful skills that were super applicable to marketing. And yet almost no marketers understand like exactly how tech works or how to leverage different capabilities of software. And so, you know, there's this kind of weird thing in marketing where a lot of marketers want to become technical marketers or want to be more effective marketers, like who doesn't, but they think that you, in order to become a more technical marketer and a better marketer, you have to learn how to program. And I just don't think that's true. And so 
I pulled together with uh, along with my partner now, pulled together programming for marketers to teach marketers like the basics of tech and show them kind of different ways that they can leverage technology and software to do a better job and to like get more done with the same amount of time. So and, you're saying someone with absolutely no technical background um, that may be really good at sales, you can actually get them up and running uh, as, as kind of using some of these technical techniques to, to um, improve their marketing campaigns? Exactly, yeah. Okay. And, and so the, the thing is that a lot of, I mean, every learn, like every become a technical person course out there is geared towards someone who wants to become a developer. Like if you want to go through a one month course or Codecademy or whatever, you're going to learn a lot about like functions, loops, uh, different things that you would need to know if you were going to write a program from scratch. However, I don't think a lot of marketers want to be learning all those skills. And so there's a lot of wasted time and like a lot of inefficiencies, which means a lot of people get frustrated and don't actually end up becoming technical marketers. And so, you know, what we've done, like what we're trying to do is create a like a course, a tutorial that helps people who want to become technical marketers learn how to use things like GitHub, how to change, like how to throw up a web page, how to change a landing page, do all this kind of stuff without necessarily having to learn JavaScript first. Okay. And so are you giving them like code snippets or are you giving yeah. them kind of the basics? So we, yeah, so we do both. Uh, so, you know, in our, in our uh, course, we basically show you like, here are some code snippets that you can plug in. We tell you how to run them from terminal or how to run them on Heroku or whatever. And you can literally like, without knowing anything about Heroku terminal, maybe it's your first time using terminal. We say just like copy this, run it, and you'll see what this is going to do. So what kind of um, goals are you setting on the marketing side that you can use this kind of quick technology to improve? Yeah, tons of stuff. So if you've ever done anything like, uh, you know, wondered like, who are, what are the different blogs that we should hit up to promote our content? Or like, what kinds of content have done really well in the past year uh, or past couple months in like our industry and who has shared those pieces of content? You can one, like look through and try and find these people manually, or you can write a quick scraper that will say like, show me the URLs and the contact emails of every blog that has shown that has shared or linked to this post in the last two months. And like, you can write a scraper that does that with relative ease without really understanding how Python or like how web servers work. What are you using for that? Is it a, is there a SAS like import IO? What is, Mm -hmm. what is, what are you scraping with and how are you finding those emails? Yeah. So using uh, import IO and then we also show you like how to use uh, like a reportive, there's this tool called reportive, that shows you essentially like you have someone's email uh, and you can see like their different job title and stuff like that. And so you can also use that report of service as kind of a, a backdoor API to show you like here is someone's email um, or, or this other service called Twofer that will show you like likely emails for people on different domains. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So literally the first lesson is how to set up a viral referral campaign to acquire thousands of customers at no cost. Yeah. Now that sounds pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> kind of take us through what you're doing. Like what is that viral referral campaign 
And um, and w- where did you guys test this to know that you could acquire thousands? Yeah, so we tested this on programming for marketers. So okay. if you could go to... So we like really dog fooded our own stuff here. So if you go to programming for marketers, you sign up for the free email course, you'll get an email that just says like, hey, I'm super excited to help you become a more technical marketer over the next couple of weeks. Like I have a bonus for you and you know all of this is automated. Uh, if you click here to email a friend about this free course, I'll send this bonus to you right away. And when you click that link, it pre-populates an email that's ready for you to forward to a friend that, in, that BCC's bonus at Programming for Marketers and has copy already written for someone to forward. So if I sign up, uh, and when we do that like all you know using programming, and you can imagine like how powerful that is where someone signs up for a mailing list or like a free trial of your app or service or whatever, and you send them an email and saying, hey, click here to forward to a friend, and with one click, they have an email that's already written for them, already titled for them, and they just have to type in a friend's email address. Like That is drastically lowering the barriers to entry for someone to uh, send it to a friend as opposed to you know, having them like saying, like, please forward this to a friend, and then they have to compose it, they have to title it, they have to write the subject line, they have to include a link, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that you take for granted as someone who does development regularly. Is yeah. That's a basic mail-to link. Exactly. But the marketing implications of knowing how to do that exactly. are huge. Yeah, and exactly. So uh, that's these are the kinds of things it's like you don't really need to know as a marketer what a mail to link is. Just like copy what, you know, copy the link that we gave you or copy the uh, the mail to link in the mail to text that we gave you and hyperlink that to a forward this to a friend thing in your next email and it works, you know? That, yeah, that's um I actually never thought of that and I could see that being incredibly powerful. Um, so let's talk about some of the other stuff that you're teaching. Um, Twitter. What, what can we do on Twitter that, um, that can move the needle for marketers that we can now automate? Sure. So you can do a bunch of stuff. I mean, Twitter is great. Like it's amazing and it constantly blows my mind how setting up things like a, an auto follow bot where if you have a Twitter account, and you know you want to follow like everyone who follows one of your major competitors. You can do that, and people who have like hundreds of followers obsessively check every new follower they get, and you will actually get like orders, signups, and people to respond and become aware of what you're doing just by following like ten to thirty people a day. It's kind of absurd. And can uh, you target that to like ten to thirty people that you're interested in interacting with? You can, yeah. So you could say, um, you know, so this is, again, something else that we cover. And this is something uh, that we did before the launch of Traction, actually, which worked hilariously well. But <laughs> like, basically, you can just say, like, okay, everyone that follows Lean Startup, like, they might be interested in Traction. And so we just followed a bunch of those people every day. And we got, like, an, on the order of, like, between 20, 10 and 30 email signups per day for Traction Book. For months before we launched, and you were following them with a traction Twitter account. Yeah, exactly. With, your with own. the traction book Twitter account. Wow. So they were they were checking out the traction book Twitter, maybe following, but clicking through to the URL and then putting in their email. Yeah, exactly. Wow, wow, that's awesome. And how do you how do you do that under the radar? Yeah, so Twitter? this is where you write it. You do it programmatically, and so you can do things where you. Uh, like 
you can also do this for favoriting tweets and stuff like that. But basically, Twitter lets you follow up to a thousand people a day. And so as long as you don't really go above a hundred for a brand new account, you basically won't get caught. Like hmm. it's, it's not, cause it's not illegal. Like it's very, you know, Twitter is, you're kind of like working with Twitter. Like they want their users to have more followers and they want you to get more engaged with the Twitter platform. And so doing that in a targeted way versus an untargeted way, which is the way that most people do it when they sign up for Twitter like it kind of looks the same for Twitter and they're happy either way, as long as you're not spamming, you know? Right. Right. And it's not like, you know, some people do this horribly where they just, they'll follow then they'll favorite and then they'll direct message and then like tweet at people to check out their spam or whatever. We didn't do any of that. We just did like a very simple follow, um, you know, and that was it. And some people were like, Oh, interesting. Traction book sounds cool. Follow back. They click the link to see what we're about. And, then they eventually sign up like on our landing page or whatever. So what kind of tools are you guys using? Um, you know, specifically you say to capture more emails um, and even engage signups, which I assume is probably a drip campaign, but what kind of tools are you recommending to do this and, and what are the effects of them? Sure. So this is uh, something that <laughs> this is going to sound braggy, but I think it's really cool that we do. So we, on the one hand, we show everyone like different tools that they can use to do this type of stuff. Like you can use things like Tweepy and Manage Flitter to do the auto-following stuff that I talk about. And we cover that like in programming for marketers. At the same time, you can also run your own Twitter acquisition scripts, which are written using Python, and we show you how to do both. Uh, which okay. I just think is kind of cool because there there's, you know, the tools, like if you use a tool, you're inherently limited by the functionality of that tool. If you want to get more advanced, like let's say you find a, uh, you know, find, you find Twitter is working really well, you can do a bunch more stuff if you're actually running your own scripts and modify them and all of that kind of stuff. So uh, we want to teach people how to do both. And so, uh, you know, with things like tools and scripts to capture more emails, we're talking about very basic things like Sumo Me, you know, using that, you can use GetDrip, uh, different like lead pages, Exit Monitor. Uh, so those are some like basic things that we cover. And then, more advanced stuff, we talk about implementing things like uh, WeBounce, which is a, like a free GitHub tool that's an alternative to Bounce Exchange. Uh, you know, so implementing that using that open source library, as well as pulling in all of these emails that you have captured and sending, sending personalized HTML emails to new signups using Google Docs and Gmail. Interesting. So it's actually coming from your Gmail account at that point? Exactly, yeah. which is actually huge. One for deliverability, and two for personalization. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, everyone gets like the hey, thanks for signing up from Mailchimp or whatever from like CS two dot Mailchimp, whatever. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, I've actually had to ask an author to stop sending those once um, <laughs> because he was sending them from Mailchimp, but trying to make them look personalized. Yeah, and I'm like I know it's not just. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And so this is literally using Google Sheets, um, you know, Google Spreadsheets, Zapier, and your Gmail address to send things directly from your Gmail, but in an automated fashion that uh, is not spamming. Very cool. Yeah, that's um, that's huge. So, what about PR? Um, What can you do on the PR side? Yeah, so you can do a ton of stuff. 
Uh, you know, that's kind of the theme. Like you, <laughs> you can do all of these kinds of things and it's just made easier and more powerful when you leverage software tools. So the one of the things, like the one lesson we talked through is basically how you can uh, get a massive contact list, contact list of people to email around, like uh, to get PR for your startup, product, whatever, company, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so the first part of that is like, we built something called the a PR email robot. And so it allows you, we tell you like how to use the Google News API to pull down every reporter, every news outlet that has written something about your industry within the last couple uh, months. Okay. Then we show you how to like use Amazon Mechanical Turk to get reporters' email addresses. And then once you have a, a spreadsheet, uh, you basically, we show you how to do uh, like send emails to the reporters from the command line using a little script that we wrote called like an email robot. And so what this does is like it will send all of these reporters an email that will reference whatever information you want it to. So in our case, like we suggest adding, um, you know, like you can type in the title of an article that they wrote in a, into a column in Google Spreadsheets and in your email to that reporter, it will actually reference and link to that article that they wrote. Like, as a reporter, that looks really, really personal as opposed to just like, hey, you know, you, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, hi, to whom it may concern it wired. <laughs> right. Like, this is something that we wrote or whatever. That is going to get a way, way, way worse response than sending out an email to, you know, 100 reporters where you reference the exact article that they wrote on this date, on this topic. Right. And we're just showing you, like, you know, that it takes PR firms a long time to do it, and they, that's why they hire a bunch of, like, young interns to do this kind of uh, mm-hmm. schlep work. You can do it in an automated fashion that still is, like, incredibly, incredibly personalized and gets a really good response rate. And in that case, it's also going out from your personal email? Yeah, exactly. That's perfect. Did you guys do that with Traction? Uh, we didn't. So we... We kind of like did the approach that we suggested in our book around doing running small tests in uh, different like traction channels, and we found that PR was actually not a very good channel for us. And so we focused on other things and like didn't end up implementing anything like this because in our early tests we saw like that PR didn't work super well. So you guys previously ran the SQL for Marketers course, which has had over eight thousand students on Udemy. Mm-hmm. How do you think that marketers could be using SQL to, I mean, what's the use case for them? Are they, are they using it to pull insights out of what's happening inside of their app? Is it something else entirely? Yeah, so many ways. So it's, it's a hugely valuable resource. I mean, uh, have you ever worked in marketing in like a startup or any sort of corporation as a non-technical person? Okay, so no. it's awful. Like you, you basically you say, uh, you know, hey, we ran this like social media campaign, or we we did a campaign X, or like are running this ad campaign. How do users or how do people that came in from this ad campaign compare to users that came in through organic traffic? Like as a developer, you're like, sweet, that's the easiest question to answer in the world. As a marketer, you can't tell that from Google Analytics. You can't get that from Kiss Metrics. You can't really get that from Mixpanel. Um, unless you're like really, really doing a bunch of custom like pr- 
profile, um, creating like user profiles in Mixpanel, uh, which is again really hard to do, takes a ton of time. And so you basically kick it off to like a developer IT who takes five minutes to write a SQL query, run it, and return the results. But the problem is they just don't want to do that all day. And so you get backed up where you're like, I don't actually know how well this campaign worked. You know, like I worked with um, I worked with one consulting client who they now have been spending north of 100K a month on advertising, and they have not gotten any sort of attribution data around like if people are actually converting from their ad campaigns and like what they're worth for seven months now. It's been like a seventh month process to use Marketo to pull in this attribution data. How did they not prioritize that? Or did they not even think that that's possible? Yeah, it, they didn't prioritize it. They lacked the dev cycles to implement it correctly. So they did it wrong and then they had to redo it. And it's just a huge pain. And like the entire time, if anyone on their team knew SQL, they could literally just run a report that pulls this. And so one of the things I did is like, guys, run this SQL query every week. And yeah. like, this is it. <laughs> uh, it's insane. And so with SQL, you can literally, you know, the analogy I like to use is your database is like a massive Excel spreadsheet that has every bit of information about all of your customers. And so imagine having access to that spreadsheet as a marketer, you can pretty much figure out anything you want. Knowing SQL is the same, is like similarly powerful in that if you understand SQL, you can see like how many customers am I acquiring this week compared to previous? Like what is the average value of my customer, of customers that come in through this channel as opposed to a different one? Uh, And you can figure out anything you want about your customer list, your database, uh, and just like become a much more data-driven and intelligent marketer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And it's incredibly powerful and it's really not that hard. It's not this black box mystery that um, we tend to make it out to be. Um, Exactly. (laughs) It really resonates. Um, It resonates with me. As I've gotten into marketing, I take a technical um, approach to it. Mm -hmm. And so I can see how valuable valuable this stuff is. So uh, I really appreciate you guys kind of putting this this uh, these resources together. Of course. I mean, so the one reason, you know, the SQL for marketers was the first thing I did. And the reason I did it is because if you are a marketer and you're like, oh, wow, learning SQL is super valuable. I should totally do this. You go through a SQL tutorial and it's like, here's how you create a database. Here's how you right. create a new table. <laughs> and you're just like, you don't need to know any of that stuff. Like, I, I shouldn't even be able to create a new table in my database as a, as a marketer, you know? Yeah. Like that's just a that's a recipe for disaster. I only <laughs> need like to know a couple stuff. things. <laughs> yeah, when you're learning programming, it's I took a C course once, mm-hmm. and I, I did math for you know the whole semester. <laughs> I was like, well, that's cool, but I can't make anything. Yeah, exactly. Like you talk about like pointers and shit like that. It's just <laughs> yeah. like it's awful. <laughs> I don't need to know any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're almost more disinterested after you're done. But yeah, um, it's so true. Like learning. <laughs> Yeah, learning the the basics of programming is awful. Like, I think that the lack of marketing specific education is kind of like imagine if you told someone that in order to speak a new language, they had to like memorize and go through the dictionary first. You'd right. Be like, you would never do that because you don't actually need to achieve hundred percent fluency in order to you know be effective. I think it's the same thing in marketing. Like, 
you don't need 100% technical fluency. You just need to understand how a couple things work together, maybe able to be, like hack certain things around, and you're going to be in a really good spot. So none of this is public facing. None of this is going to be touched by more than five people, um, maybe only by you. And and so the the scalability and the quality of the code it probably really doesn't matter for any of this. Yeah, I mean certainly not with SQL. Uh, you know, we also talk about like how to make HTML CSS changes, like make okay. basic changes there. Again, not a, not something where you have to worry about scalability. You just make changes, see if anything breaks. If not, you're good. Yeah, yeah. There's it's it's pretty low risk programming at this. I mean, if you're going to do if you're going to really become a programmer, this is probably not the way. But um, yeah, when you're looking at marketing, this is it, it's absolutely it could be a couple of weeks and and you're you're probably good to go. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. But even as a developer, all this stuff really resonates with me because getting away from the regular development cycle and looking at you know what you can do with marketing is super interesting. I know there's there's been a handful of things that we've done for the podcast that were driven by code or scripts and it was the only way that we could accomplish certain things and we only knew how to do it because we're developers. Um, so even as a developer, I would want to go through this and you know look at what are the hacky ways that we can accomplish something in marketing without having to do it the right way, the way that you have to do it in your app and right. for your customers. Yeah, and I think that's also useful too. Like, you know, there's there's a weird kind of thing. Like we were selling a developer tool to developers and we found like, you know, we so what we did is we had a tool that would track developers' exceptions. And there's a weird thing sometimes that I feel like uh, some engineers that we talk to would get caught up in where it's like, I can build that. Why would I ever pay for that? Like, oh, I hate that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it's like, yeah, you can. Uh, you can take two weeks to build this thing or three weeks, you know, uh, which is a opportunity cost of your 120K a year salary. Yeah. Oh, and then you have to like maintain it, make sure it's it's like updated every time. Or you can pass $39 a month <laughs> and not worry about this. Like it just, it just like never an hour sense. of your month. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That was, that's always the worst. Yeah. And so I think that you're right. Taking a like, how can I hack this and be most effective as opposed to, you, you know, that I think that is like a really good approach to take, especially when it comes to marketing. Man, well, where do we get the course and where do we keep up with you online? Yeah, so programmingformarketers.com is a free email course. We're not selling anything. So, uh, you know, we might in the future just to, to be totally transparent, but regardless, you'll get like eight pretty amazing lessons that will show you like eight really cool things that you can do in terms of technology, uh, leveraging tech to become a better marketer. So programmingformarketers.com. Uh, otherwise, I'm on Twitter at JWMares. I don't really tweet that much. Uh, so I also have like a blog at justinmares.com, but I don't really write that much either. So <laughs> <laughs> kind of a mystery, so I guess. <laughs> Well, cool. Well, I, I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate you coming on and and sharing with us. I signed up for the course while we were talking, so um, awesome. this has been awesome. Good. I hope this is useful. And like, uh, so I don't tweet, but if anyone tweets at me and has questions about anything, I will definitely get back to you. Okay. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Rocketship Podcast. If you enjoyed it, we have tons of other awesome episodes on our website. Check them out, rocketship.fm. 
And make sure to check out our app discount section where we feature discounts from amazing companies like Treehouse, Wistia, Woo Themes, all giving you exclusive discounts for being a Rocketship listener. So go to rocketship.fm forward slash essentials. Essentials.